Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday, September 6, 2022. Your day weather podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news information than any other news organization in the state. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com. Well, more September sizzle. Then a big change is coming. Boy, is it hot out there. The last several days have been hot as we've been under a very strong area of high pressure. And for three more days, for most of you, three more days of the heat. Well above average, possible record high temperatures. But we do have a significant cold front that's going to give us a taste of fall, beginning for the northern areas Thursday night and into the rest of the region by Friday and Saturday. But it's going to be very hot and hazy through Thursday. We have some smoke and haziness out there due to regional forest fire activity and the fact that the smoke is getting trapped underneath a strong ridge of high pressure. Now, a strong cold front is going to push out of northwest Canada into the region late Thursday into Friday. This is the pattern change that we've been watching, at least the potential that it was going to develop, and it's going to. Temperatures will be as much as 30 degrees or more colder by Friday and Saturday compared to where we are now. I do think there's a good chance that the Bighorn Mountains and the other mountains in northern and northwestern Wyoming may see their first snowflakes of the season, in particular the Bighorns because the concentration of the heaviest moisture will be there as the front comes on through, and we'll show you that. Hurricane K will be forming along the west coast of Mexico and heading up the west coast of Mexico and could bring rain to Southern California and Southwest Arizona, something that we kind of need to keep an eye on as that moisture could get entrained eastward. We'll have to keep an eye on it. The smoke and the haze, well, here is the fire activity, especially these fires here that are in the blue boxes producing most of the smoke. So if you're wondering where the hazing is coming from, it's that uh, fire activity to our north and west. Luckily, we haven't had to show you this map very often this summer. That's been a good thing. But right now we've got some late season fire activity going and hopefully the change in the weather will help out some of these fires as we go into the next week or two. I think there is some help on the way for those areas. Satellite photo shows lots of orange and red of the dry air covering the Intermountain West. Any moisture you see here is mainly in the high levels. Expect back up here into Canada where that cold front is forming. Now, if you've been wondering why it's been so doggone hot, well, there's good reason. The strongest high pressure ridge anywhere in the Northern Hemisphere is right here. Yeah, we've got strong ridges over Africa here, some stronger ridges over the North Pacific. But I tell you folks, this is where the, the heat is in terms of relative to average. We're ground zero for it in the entire Northern Hemisphere. So for kind of feeling like we're getting picked on with the heat, well, we kind of are. But one thing to always remember is that where there's one extreme, there's another extreme going on somewhere else, and that is back up here, over into parts of Central and Asia, back up here into the polar regions. It is the opposite. It is pretty darn cold up there, and I'll show you a map here in a minute showing you some of the Tibetan Plateau getting some snow. And uh, so things are beginning to happen in the Northern Hemisphere. It just doesn't feel like it right now. I'm going to step you through the next three days of the heat. Look at all the heat here in the Central Valleys of California. California continues to be... Uh, energy stressed and that'll be the case here for the next three days but you can see how much of the heat is expanded into the Rockies and the Plain states and across western Canada so this is today's temperature anomaly this is tomorrow Wednesday look at Montana southern sections of Alberta and Saskatchewan just scorching California as well 
Very, very warm temperatures into the western Dakotas and into the high plains. By Thursday afternoon, though, you can see a change. You can see all of a sudden a lot of blue advancing into western Canada, pushing into Montana. So Montana and northern Wyoming by Thursday, you'll feel the effects of the cold front, parts of the Pacific Northwest as well, while California still remains extremely hot. But as we get into the Friday-Saturday time frame, things begin to change. Here we are right now with this big ridge of high pressure. Let's talk a little bit about K. K is a tropical storm right now. However, is going to become a hurricane. As we showed you last week, the tropical activity, this was the tropical storm that was there earlier, that's dissipating, but this one's gonna kind of take its place and head this way. The Hurricane Forecast Center has it becoming a hurricane later today, then going up the Baja, then turning a little bit to the west. Question will be, could it go a little bit further north? It might. We showed you that last week, and we'll show you a map here in a minute that shows that the deserts of California, maybe San Diego, maybe Los Angeles, might get the remnants of this hurricane. This is where we are Thursday afternoon. K goes up further along the west coast, but look at this dip. As high pressure builds in the eastern Pacific, there we go. We see a bigger dip in the jet stream taking place, and what's going to happen? Well, look at the winds aloft. If you follow these wind barbs, we call them, this is showing winds coming in from the due north. So the source region of the air that's coming in Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday is coming from the Northwest Territories. So right now we're under a desert air mass and we'll be under a desert air mass through Thursday. By Friday and Saturday, our air mass changes to one from Northwest Canada. Hence, the big shift in the weather pattern is that high builds in the eastern Pacific. And these are the temperature anomalies by Friday afternoon. The purple and the blue areas here, you're talking about a really significant drop in temperature. The cold front by Friday afternoon crosses the Palmer Divide, crosses I-70. Now notice it gets held up on the divide a bit here initially. So the coldest and most unsettled weather with this front will initially be along and east of the divide from Montana into Wyoming, then sliding into Colorado by Friday. Here's the below normal temperatures here coming up from the remnants of Hurricane K. This is by noon Saturday. Look at the colder air getting all the way to Denver, pushing into Colorado Springs, all the way to Trinidad, getting into the New Mexico-Colorado border area. So this is in stark contrast to the exact opposite of the heat that we're going on right now. So this will be a bit of a shock to the system, although I'm hearing a lot of complaints about the heat. I will hear complaints about the cold on Saturday. I can guarantee it, but it's transient. It's not gonna stay cold. It's gonna warm up Sunday and Monday very nicely after this, but this is our first taste of fall. These are the forecasted high temperatures for Saturday. Look at these temperatures around Denver, lower 60s, Cheyenne a high of 55. Only in the 50s and lower 60s across a lot of Wyoming. Look at western Nebraska. Wow, this is a big cool down that's coming our way. You can see the, where the frontal system is. And you can see some of the cooler air does spill west of the divide here in the northwest Colorado and southwestern Wyoming, even back into Utah a little bit by Saturday afternoon into Sunday. This is the precipitation forecast. Look at this swath of heavier moisture from southern, southern south central Montana through central and northeastern Wyoming into western South Dakota. That I-90 corridor, Sheridan, Buffalo, Gillette, Sundance, into Rapid City. Well, boy, look at that. You could get some nice rain out of this. It'll be probably a rain situation, a little bit of thunderstorm activity, upslope 
may produce light precipitation along the front range of southern Wyoming and eastern Colorado, even down into the panhandles as upslope winds from the northeast develop behind the cold front. And yes, it's going to be cold enough that I think the first snow of the season, the Bighorn Mountains there, as you can see, see the pink? The Bighorn Mountains have the best chance of seeing the first snow of the season. I think it's a really good chance, probably as low as 9,000 feet. You're going to see some snow up there over the higher mountain peaks. This will mainly be Friday into Friday night and even up into the Beartooth Mountains here into Yellowstone National Park, even over Togedy Pass. There could be some flakes of snow as well. Across the whole northern hemisphere, I talked about the other extreme happening and it's happening exactly opposite of here. So we're extremely hot right now, really hot while it's really cold over there in parts of Asia. And look at all the snow in the mountains there. And also notice here in the northern higher latitudes, we're getting to see over the next 10 days, some pretty good snow accumulations over parts of northeastern areas of Siberia as well. So it may not be with the way it is now, you're thinking, well, there's no winter weather anywhere. There's no cold weather anywhere. There is. It's just in other parts of the globe right now, and things are going to shift around later on. By next Wednesday, the jet stream is beating down further south. Notice the strong high pressure now is back down into Mexico, and what we're going to be looking at is a more active pattern next week, which means it won't be as hot. It'll be more seasonal, which means closer to average temperatures for the middle part of September. Have yourself a good Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.